Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. Hope everybody slept well and ready to hit the day running. And uh, hope everybody does have a blessed and wonderful day today. Praise the Lord. I think it's supposed to hit uh, 60 today at some point in the later afternoon. And tomorrow's supposed to be 65. So I'm looking forward to that. I may have to ease the old motorcycle out uh, and uh, take it for a little spin and uh, Make sure everything's working properly and uh, <laughs> only doing it for uh, for safety reasons. So, <laughs> who we got watching this morning here? We got Rusty Paws, Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Kimberly Hart, Karen Smith, Jennifer Honeycutt. So, appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in and joining me this morning so we get our day going in the right direction. All right, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. Brandy Boyd Young is watching, so I appreciate her tuning in. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that. And I see that Rusty's already out of the gate uh, trying to uh, be mean this morning. Want well, to know if I ate my lucky charms? And uh, and it, I'll, I'll just say to you what this uh, Christmas jacket says. It says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. So that applies to you, Rusty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kelly Jeanette Swift, appreciate you tuning in this morning as well. Well, you know, guys, it uh, you know it never fails to uh, to amaze me uh, the ignorance that comes out of our government officials. I don't know if you all saw uh, Fauci's, uh, I mean, like I said, he's a quack and a lunatic. Uh, nothing more than a talking head for the liberal left is all it boils down to. But here he's talking about shutting down uh, flights to different countries, which is very interesting that when Trump does it, he's a racist. But if a liberal does it, oh, that's safety and concern. It just infuriates me. And Peter Ducey says, what about... Uh, uh, these uh, all these illegals coming across why aren't they vaccinated oh that's another topic you know uh, there are there are places where they can be vaccinated so that's why i don't put a, i mean i know this virus is real as much as as recent as yesterday we had a very dear sweet lady in our congregation just pass away from covid i'm not saying it's not real but a lot of the data and a lot of the things that are coming out of washington i think baloney if they're that were that concerned uh, i think they would put a halt and stop to uh, all these illegals running across the border. But see, again, it boils down to power, people. That's what it boils down to. And uh, it is, uh, they're not going to let this go. And it, they're also going to use this to their advantage. And that's why I say that uh, people who, are, who hate Trump, uh, they want to look at you like you're an idiot when you say that the, the, the election uh, was stolen and that can be further from the, you know that is <laughs> it was stolen you don't stop uh, the counting of votes in the middle of the night and all of a sudden out of nowhere all these mail-in ballots come in come on guys they use this virus to to cheat uh what's going on and uh, and i wouldn't be surprised if they won't do it again and uh i'll be surprised if we see another uh, republican president back in office but again it's not about republican or democrat it's about what do they do that holds closest to our core values as Christians and convictions as Christians. And, uh, you know, most nine times out of ten, it's usually the conservatives and the Republicans who come closest to that. 
But it's just, uh, you know, and then, of course, this going on in Washington with the Roe v. Wade thing, uh, it, it, it sickens me that people want to uh, kill babies. But our country, guys, it's, in fact, I was reading something where uh, uh, a woman, I guess, I think it was a woman, had written in and said that uh, uh, the very things that they were escaping from in uh, Russia and Germany, uh, the socialism, the communism, is the very things they're starting to see here in our own country. So uh, that's scary. That's not a good thing. And uh, we've got to pray and pray hard that the tide will turn in the right direction before it gets uh, too late. So Kathy Jenkins, appreciate you turning in, tuning in. And Darlene Barker and Eric Casey, appreciate you. Mike Hensley, did I say Mike? And Mike, I appreciate you turning in as well. All right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works which God prepared before that we would walk in them. All right, Ephesians 2, 10. You know, when you, uh, you, know, when you see this word workmanship, uh, it's, it's referring to a skill set, uh, the, the skill and the ability to create something wonderful and beautiful. And, uh, you know, I have uh, tried to dabble in some woodworking, and, and I enjoy it. I like it. You know, I love to carve, and I love to, to make canes, and uh, enjoyed making American flags. And, in fact, I'm still trying to come up with some ideas of things I'm trying to make maybe to sell for Christmas. And uh, I thought about making some old-fashioned wooden toys. I'm not sure how well uh, that would, uh, how many people would be interested in something like that or not. Uh, but uh, in case they want to do a old-fashioned Christmas for their kids or grandkids so I'm playing around with some ideas but my point is you know I you know I look at something I make and I see every flaw I see everything that's wrong with it and uh, but then you know you think even if I think that it's, it's turned out halfway decent and then you see somebody else who is really skilled at what they're doing because I don't know what I'm doing see somebody who's really skilled at what they're doing and uh, uh, you see uh, uh, incredibly uh, you know uh, how talented they are and what they're able to make and what they're able to create and it makes you feel like an idiot you know because <laughs> uh you know i uh in fact it didn't happen this happened to me not too long ago as, as guys he showed me some of the woodworking that he does and it was just unbelievable i mean you know but for somebody like me who's a novice and didn't grow up in a in a home that uh you know where i did things like that uh uh you know it's just uh i'll do is do the best i can with what i've got but, you know, when you look at what God has done and what he has created, we are beautifully and wonderfully made. And God used great skill in creating this earth and creating human beings. If you look at the intricacies of our bodies and how that they are created and how that they are made, and, uh, you know, just, the, the, just our brain itself is far better and greater than any supercomputer this world could ever hope to have. Uh, you know, so it amazes me, individuals who... Said that there is no God, that there is no Creator, uh, that that we just happened by chance and we, that we evolved, and you know all you have is is uh, hypothesis and theory and nothing substantial to back up the claims of evolution. Now, yes, on a micro level, on a small level, you can see evolution, but on a on a grander scale, on a on a macro scale, no, you don't see it. A bird's always been a bird. A dog's always been a dog. You you don't. Uh, uh, you know, we, we didn't come from primordial soup 
and, uh, and go from a fish to a lizard to a monkey and our hair was shaved off and become truck drivers. You know, it's not, you know, it's, it's not how it works. God created us. And I think that we live in a society in a time where it's so easy to get down on ourselves. And I'm bad about that myself. You know, I was looking at some pictures from a few years ago and, and thought, man, I wish I could be as skinny as I was then, you know, and, uh, uh, and because I've put on so much weight, uh, I hate, I hate looking in a mirror. I'll be honest with you. I despise it. But, you know, why is that? You know, why do we have this, this uh, view of ourselves of, you know, that, you know, I hate being, the only reason why I hate being overweight more than anything is just because it's hard to breathe and can't get around like I used to. But uh, so that's one reason why I need to get weight off and for health reasons. There's some things worse than death, you know, we have a stroke or heart attack. Uh, but, you know, but we have this, this version of what society says we're supposed to look like. You know, and the men are to have the washboard abs and, and to have a certain build. And women feel pressured by Cosmopolitan magazine and, and uh, where these uh, models are airbrushed of every flaw out of their body. And so they have this comparison of this is what women think they're supposed to look like. And uh, you know what? We should be happy with who we are. We should be happy with what we look like. God made us the way we are. You know, not everybody's a cookie cutter model shape of what you're supposed to look like. You have different shapes and sizes. We are, are a bouquet of flowers that God has created. And we need to quit putting ourselves down, you know, and, and, and quit looking in the mirror and comparing ourselves to what we see on television, movies, and magazines, and internet. You know, there's a lot of people out there who want to portray a, a life that is so much grander and more wonderful on Facebook. In reality, their, their lives are probably in the toilet. <laughs> but, you know, you look on Facebook, you think they're living the, 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 the life of Riley and nothing can be further from truth. So don't compare yourself to what's going on on social media, but realize that we are fearfully and wonderfully made through Christ Jesus. God doesn't make junk. So don't waste time downing yourself and putting yourself down and, and saying you're not good enough or, you know, you're embarrassed of how you look. Who cares? You know, who cares? If that's all somebody has to do is to judge you based on appearance alone, then they've got a problem. God looks on the heart. Man looks on the outward appearance. Who cares about that? And again, you know, I'm not saying that we're not to be healthy. I'm not saying that we shouldn't try to eat right. We should try to do those things. We should, we, the body's the temple. We should try to take care of ourselves. I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. I could eat a few more veggies, which I hate and despise. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy puts a veggie on the plate, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I hate this. You know, I hate vegetables with a passion. The only thing I like vegetable-wise is mashed potatoes. You know, <laughs> that's about as close as I get to, to a vegetable, if that's even considered a vegetable. But it is, uh, you know, God. You know, we see that for we are, of course, you see me looking over, I'm looking at my monitor here. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. All right. So now realize it's not good works when I say that is that's earning us our place in heaven. Nothing can be further from the truth. It is grace by faith that we are saved, but we can be used for God's good works. We can be used for God's purpose. See, we want to do those good things because of our love for Jesus Christ, because we want to adore him. We want to love him. We want to show our love to him uh, because of what he has done for us. And we have a responsibility, my friends, to get out there and tell others about the love of Jesus Christ. You know, it's time that we uh, quit hiding and quit being fearful of telling, uh, walking up to somebody, inviting them to church, or asking them if they know Jesus Christ, their personal Lord and Savior. Have they made that commitment to Christ Jesus today? We have got to get out there and make every effort that we can. And uh, because of the, uh, you know, God has given us great gifts uh, that we can use for His glory, whether it's woodworking or 
talking or listening. Every one of you who are watching today has a gift that God has given you that you can use for his good works and for his purpose. And uh, the, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit gives us that ability to get out into the world and to be able to uh, tell others about the love of Jesus Christ. So many people need to understand that they are lost. See, the God of this world has blinded them, and they don't realize that they are lost and that they are in need of a Savior. See, when you go to a church that justifies sins, that doesn't get to the core heart of what is wrong with society and the fact that they are lost and in need of a Savior, then why do they need a Savior? Now, that may sound a little you know, uh, circular there. But is the point is that there's so many people that they go to attend church. All it is is a big hallelujah barn, pep rally, and then they go home. They've done God a favor, but they've never addressed the, the, the fact that they are in need of a Savior, that they are lost. They are headed to the depths of hell for all of eternity. And that we need to let people know you are lost and you are will not. You know, everybody wants to say, well, they're, when somebody dies, well, they're in heaven. No, you don't know. You know, unless you know for a fact they've accepted Jesus Christ as personal and Savior, you can't say that they are definitely in heaven. Now, now, with that said, I've had people say, you know, I, I worry about my uh, father, mother, daughter, son. You know, if so, heaven forbid these individuals pass away, don't know if they were saved. In those situations, all I can say is, you don't know what happened in the final minutes seconds before they died they, they could have made a profession before the death we all we could do is hope that they made the right decision before it's too late so but the world automatically wants to say well they're in a better place well if they didn't know jesus christ no they are not they're spending an eternity in hell so we people need to be very careful now uh of course we don't want to walk up to somebody who's grieving and say yeah i bet he's in hell and i obviously that's that's just you don't want to say something like that. It's cold and horrible and insensitive. You, don't want to, you know, they would never say that to somebody. But, uh, in fact, I had a gentleman uh, here a few years back crying uh, on the phone. He wanted to know, he said his son was a Christian. He wanted to know if he was in heaven because he committed suicide. And I said, if he made a profession of faith and he meant that, you can be rest assured that he is in heaven. There are people out there who want to disagree with that and say, you know, you automatically go to hell. No, that's not true. Uh, because you never know. I, I know what it's like to suffer from depression. I know what it's like to live in a dark place. I know what it's like to, to be in a place you don't feel like you can ever get out of. And that doesn't change the fact that I made a commitment to God. It's just that the devil was waging war in my spirit, mind, and emotions. And uh, sometimes it's very easy to do something you, you wish you hadn't have done. And so that's why we, you know, I told him, I said, it, you know, because he had a preacher tell him, that his son is in hell. What a horrible thing to say to a grieving uh, uh, family or a parent in particular uh, to say something like that. But if they are saved, they, but again, uh, committing suicide is a sin. It is murder. That's something you do not want to do. You know, I don't want people to say, well, I'm saved. It's okay. You know, no, by no stretch of imagination, is that something you should do? If you're feeling suicidal, then you need to reach out and get help, get counseling, and address the problem at hand. But we need this, this world to understand that they are lost, that they are in need of a Savior. They need Jesus Christ. We need to quit justifying sins. We need to quit looking the other way, and we need to quit saying, well, it's not my place to judge kind of mentality when in reality we, need, we, are, we judge people by their fruit. What are they producing? You know, are, they showing, uh, are they showing that they're in the world? Are they showing that they're a child of God? You know, so we make those judgments, and therefore we've got to get out there and tell others about Jesus Christ. So you know, have that confidence. Have that boldness. That's why I started out talking about uh, the skillful 
way, you know, with this workmanship and how God has created us. Because if you're too busy downing yourself, if you're too busy thinking you're worthless, you're not good enough, then that's going to uh, inhibit you from getting out there and being bold and telling others about Jesus Christ. Take, you know, be happy with who you are. Be happy with how you're built. Be happy with what you look like because God created you in his image in the way that he wanted you to look. And, and so quit wasting time putting yourself down. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants to bring you down. And he'll use others to help bring you down, you know. Uh, trust me, people have no problem coming up to you in church, at least for me in church, and say, boy, you're getting fat. <laughs> I really needed to hear that today. Thank you. You know, so it is, uh, uh, you know, uh, sometimes people in church could be, uh, be as cold and cruel as those in the world at times. But, uh, but put that stuff out of your head. Realize you're fearfully and wonderfully made. When you can focus on that and understand uh, the, what Jesus Christ has done for you, and if you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, take great confidence in that. Praise God every day that he's given you another day to wake up, to live, and use that joy and use that boldness to go out and tell a lost, dying world what Jesus Christ has done for them and that they are in need of a Savior and they need Jesus Christ. Because, guys and gals, we've got to get these souls saved, man. It's, it's Time is running out. The hourglass is, makes me think of that uh, hourglass on The Wizard of Oz where she uh, turns it upside down. And uh, he said, you have to this amount of time. And I feel like that, that those last few grains of sand are about to go out. And we've got to reach uh, as many people as we can for Jesus before it's too late. And so, my friends, we have a mission. We have a job. Don't waste time thinking you're not good enough. Man, if God, God has created you, you are uh, made by a, a skilled workman for his glory. So the, who, are, who is the clay to question the potter? So let us be as bold as lions and let us get out there and share the gospel in every way that we can. Let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day, this time. Uh, Lord, thank you for your good word. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, build us up. Let us have the confidence we need. Let us have the boldness we need to reach this lost world. Help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you well and to be the mighty warriors, the mighty men, the mighty women that you have called us to be. Lord, if there's anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my dear brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. To watch over and protect them. Keep them safe and well. And let everybody have a good, safe, and wonderful, enjoyable day today. Lord, be with my kids and be with everyone's kids who are going to school or work today. And keep them safe and well and our spouses. Lord, I pray that you be with Brandy. Continue healing upon her. I pray that you be with Kathleen Helton. I pray, Lord, that you'll be with uh, Marlene Kellner. Bring healing upon her. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with the family of uh, Patsy Villani. And Lord, that uh, as we're dealing with this grief and loss. Lord, be with us this day and serve you well in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all tuning in and watching this morning. And I uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And be careful out there. Remember, there's a lot of kids trying to, in high school trying to get to, to school, and they don't, they're not skilled enough to, to know really sometimes what they're doing. They'll pull out in front of you. Just don't get mad. It's not always somebody trying to be a smart aleck. And uh, uh, so don't just be aware of that. And, and some people are smart aleck. And right now at, at Christmas time, it's it's a pain in the rear end to drive in town, and particularly if it's around four or five o'clock. <laughs> 
And trust me, it tests your 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 uh, it will enhance your prayer life. Let's put it that way. But anyway, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.